Hey, everybody. Today, we have Penny Zanker, who is one of America's leading experts in the psychology of productivity to help you eliminate distraction, perfectionism, and self-sabotage. Who couldn't use a little bit of help in one of those areas, right? We had a really great time during our interview, and Penny shared her story of how she burned herself out running her startup tech company, sold it, and then went into the corporate world to help turn around different business units. She shares what she learned along the way, her vision, and how you too can be more productive in all areas of your life. Listen in. My name is Emmy Kirshner. I'm a serial entrepreneur and investor. The one thing that I get asked all the time is, how do you achieve success in business and make an impact? In each episode of the Tribe of Leaders podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs and visionaries who share how their leadership has changed not only their lives, but the lives of everybody around them. and this is the Tribe of Leaders podcast. Super excited as always, but today extra special because I get to have my friend, um, coach, speaker, author, guru of productivity and performance, Penny Zanker, on the show today. So excited. Thank you, Penny, for coming. Really well, Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah. And I really, I'm, I can hardly wait for everybody to hear your stories. Um, your experiences in leadership because you've done so many different things and and your background is so varied from really large corporate to small entrepreneurs and kind of everything in between and I think that's really rare so share with everybody a little bit about you and um, what makes you a leader sure well well that's a, a loaded question right everything about me and what makes me a leader Right. So, um, yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, I've, I've been really fortunate to have a really broad and vast experience. You know, I started my own technology business at a really young age. So, you know, started that entrepreneur thing, uh, <clears throat> built that technology business up from just me to a multi-million dollar business and I sold it to a public company. So, you know, I learned a lot of lessons about what to do and, and like most entrepreneurs, what not to do <laughs> when building a business. Um, and also a lot about productivity and, and, you know, ran myself into the ground. I actually sold that company because I wasn't capable of running it anymore. I, it was, uh, you know, I was still trying to do everything. And you get to a point, and I'm sure a lot of entrepreneurs can appreciate that, is that's not a leader. Right. So I, my first lesson in leadership was, was running this company was how not to be a leader. Uh, you know, you, you must delegate. So I wasn't delegating enough. I wasn't, you know, trusting and empowering my, my staff and, uh, and it, and it totally burnt me out. So I thought, Hey, let's go to a big company, right? Let's work nine to five and go be a CTO somewhere, chief technology officer. And that backfired on me because also whatever you don't resolve and fix in, in another area and, and actually tackle head on, it, it follows you and it gets bigger, right? And so I, I joined this uh, company expecting to be uh, the chief technology officer and I walked into a turnaround and took my boss's job responsible for a holding company that was responsible for 
uh, four companies across five countries. And so, or sorry, opposite, five companies across four countries. That's better. Um, and all of this was in German, which my German was not perfected, but I was, you know, in Switzerland living, uh, and especially where it was working in a, uh, an out of the city type of an area. So that was an extra challenge. Like it's not hard enough to do all this on your own, right. To then have, uh, the language barrier. So I had to find out really quickly, uh, find those leadership skills. And, um, and I'd say that was the biggest lesson for me in what to do because if I didn't figure it out I was going to create you know the other business was going along well and it was growing and even though uh, I wasn't being the best leader I still did have the vision right I had pieces of it it's just I needed to learn how to lead people better and so this really gave me the opportunity to do that cool and so what would you say are some of the things or characteristics that um would help a leader lead their people and build team and morale and, and, and performance? Well, I, I think the first thing, like I said, is in, the, in my technology business, you got to have vision as a leader, right? Because people want to see and, and they want to, you know, you can inspire them with your vision and being able to see multi, you know, many steps ahead. And, and also in that vision, not, it's not just a vision for you, it's a vision for your team. And so you can help them see and, and share with them how they can be the best version of themselves and how they're a part, an important part of that vision because it, it, any leader can't accomplish anything by themselves. It's, it's the team that, that gets results. So I, I think vision is, is huge in that and, and being able to hold that for everyone because not everybody has the ability to see so many steps ahead. Right. And I think the second thing I would say um, I don't know if you have anything that you would comment around vision. I mean, what, what would you say around that, that point that you've experienced? I would agree with you. I think the vision and because I am a big, big picture thinker. And then I've learned and like taught myself to narrow it down to the little piece. So I'm not just, you know, hanging out in the, like, Oh, it'll happen someday. <laughs> um, but not everybody has that, that big idea. And, nor do they see the steps and how to get there. Right. So I think that's really, that's um, huge. Absolutely. And then being able to, like you said, with the steps, yeah. being able to help others see those steps and guide them through um, step by step without them getting overwhelmed if they're not big picture thinkers yeah. like that. Absolutely. And at least for me, with my team, I try to hire people who are almost opposite of me. Um, to fill in the places that I'm not as strong. So absolutely. So, you know, some of my people, they do see the big picture, but they still are hanging out in their details, which is where they need to be. So it's how do I motivate them and how do I bring them to their fullest potential? And I think that's the other piece of, of being the leader and really embracing your team members. Um, would absolutely. You and, and like you said, personality, right? Is understanding their personality types. You know, one of the things that I found in my technology business was, you know, I'm a, I'm a hard worker and I was working loads of hours and yes, it's my company, but that's the way that I work anyway. I just get so like, um, uh, into whatever I'm doing and, and I expected the same from my people and I wasn't really looking at their personality types and where their strengths were 
and, and how to really capitalize off their strengths. I just kind of put them into my bucket and expected them to be like me. So I, I agree with you that that's um, not the right way to do it. So the right <laughs> way is, is, is to understand, you know, people's strengths and encourage them to uh, take responsibility around those areas of their strengths. And, and as you said, build a really strong network of, of combining strengths, which creates an amazing team. Yeah, I love that. I love that. So as you moved into this corporate position and you're managing this four countries, five companies, right? Right, that's it. That's and, learning to speak, and learning to speak um, German or perfecting your German. Like, what were some of the things that you had to overcome so that you could build that, that team um, and, and really perform in the way that you wanted to, too, so that you weren't burnt out? Because it sounds like when you built your tech company, that's why you sold it was just complete burnout. Totally. Absolutely. So um, I had to, to trust my people more. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the language barrier helped because, okay. um, you know, I was kind of forced to uh, communicate as best possible. I had my own language. It was kind of a, uh, a German-English combination, but somehow people understood me. Right. <laughs> penny language. Yeah, it was, it was, uh, it was, it was Penny's language, and that, that's kind of how they referred to it. Um, and I think that gave them um, a little bit more empathy towards me. Mm-hmm. And also opened me up uh, to be more trusting and more, um, how do I, and just, yeah, and just delegate. And I asked a lot more questions because I really needed to understand. Mm -hmm. Plus, I was in a completely different business area that I had never been in before. Uh, So, you know, I didn't have the expertise. And I think that's the best, actually, opportunity is because it puts you in a place of curiosity. Mm -hmm. I think leaders need to be curious. Because that is, I mean, think about the energy with curiosity, right? It's asking questions. It's, it's not making assumptions. It's asking for more detail to understand. Um, and, and that opens up for better communication, right? Then it's not, it's not a, a me versus them or, or anything like that. It really opens up uh, a teamwork. So I think that was something that really came into play that, that supported me and was a lesson that I learned uh, in, in that, to be in that curious way, even if I'm not struggling with language, right? That I, from that point forward, I think that that, uh, or I know that that had an influence for me to, to be more of a team player through curiosity and asking more questions. Right. I love that. Let's fast forward into today and how all those experiences have helped you with what you're doing now. Like what, what are some of the things that you think that, the average entrepreneur could really benefit from, from a performance or productivity standpoint in a leadership position? Well, one of the things that I talk about most is about understanding the, the energy that, that we have. And I don't mean necessarily people think, oh, energy, that's so frou-frou. You know, I'm, I'm talking quantum physics, right? This is science. And the energy that we put into our words and into our work uh, turns into productive energy or unproductive energy. So, uh, you know, I I think being aware of, you know, where, what kind of productivity you're in, how you set yourself up for the day, you know, are you setting yourself up for uh, a positive productivity or are you being unproductive, right? So things things like uh, when you sit down to do a block of work, 
you know, do you prep yourself for a minute? Do you clear your space? Do you set an intention or a goal of what you want to achieve in that particular time frame? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, so that you can stay focused because that in itself will help you to block out distractions. Cause we know squirrel that we're like so distracted all yeah. the time. <laughs> My kids refer to it as EDBOS. It's easily distracted by, Ooh, shiny. <laughs> yes. And I'm pretty sure that every entrepreneur has that. For sure. And actually as a little tip or tool for any of the listeners, if they go to distractionquiz.com, I have a, a free assessment or uh, quiz that they can take to see whether they're, uh, you know, uh, a wizard, if they think that they're really great in their focus and ability to block out distractions, or if they're uh, a hamster, squirrel, or even a time zombie. So, <laughs> so what does a time zombie look like? I'm curious. It's not good. Well, it just means that basically, you know, that's somebody who's just not in control of their time at all. Okay. Um, that they're just unconsciously reacting to everything around them. They're distracted by everything. They've got that uh, EDBOS that you said. Um, and, uh, and they're just not focusing on their own goals and agenda. Their tasks are not aligned to their goals and they're all over the place. So, uh, and there's plenty of people who are in that situation because they're not, um, they're not taking charge. They're not aware of what energy that they're putting out there. You know, also what kind of words do they use? Does this suck? Right? Oh, this sucks. I hate doing this, this type of work. And it doesn't matter what we're doing. There's always something that we don't like as much as we like other things, but it's part of what needs to get done. Mm -hmm. And so well, if we're in that energy, it's unproductive and it takes us twice or three times as long to get it done. Exactly. Because somebody just said to me, and I think it was yesterday. It's like, well, back to the salt mines. And I was like, yeah. Right. That's motivating. Ooh. Hey, I'm excited to go there. And that really does affect your productivity because you're, you're coming from that place of, of lack and totally non-excitement. And as opposed to, yeah, I can hardly wait to get this done. And what can I accomplish today? Exactly. And, and, you know, people think, oh, that's silly. No, Penny, I'm expecting you to tell me the latest tool. And I can tell you a couple tools as well. Right. But the real thing is, is we don't put our effort into the tools. Like we start a new tool and like anything else, like we go to the gym or we set a resolution, right? And, and, and we don't follow through. It's the same with any of the tools. I can give you a dozen different tools, but if you don't use them and use them consistently right. and bring that positive energy to it, then you're not going to get results with them. Exactly. Exactly. And I just had a thought and it's gone. So hopefully it comes back. That's okay. Again. Yeah. It's like, cause you, I'm so excited about everything that you're sharing. <laughs> oh, from a leadership standpoint too, I was going to say, just comment in that if you've kind of got that dialogue in your head of salt mines, that affects the people that are working for you. Totally. Totally. It is. It's like secondhand smoke, right? The, yeah. the energy that we have, I mean, we all know somebody that when they walk into the room, they just suck the energy right out of the room, right? And everybody would like to like just bolt to all the doors, like I don't want to walk by that person in the hallway. And and sometimes, even though that might not be us all the time, it might be us once in a while, right? And so we we need to be in charge and in control of of what we're, you know, the energy that we're emitting, the vision that we're delivering, all of that is is part of leadership. Yeah. Absolutely. And you just get to hear my dogs bark in the background. They've risen from their nap. So uh, welcome to the joys of working from home. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Yeah. And just circling back, it, I see a huge difference um, with you know, different teams and when they're interacting and, and having that, that piece where it's like, so, so what are some of the tools that you love? So I was just telling you beforehand, one of the tools that I love is text expander. Right. And I don't use a ton of tools. So I want that to be also clear. There are a ton of tools out there and I'm just not a huge, too many tools is also another distraction. So, but text expander is a great one because, you know, I do a lot of speaking uh, and I get a lot of requests for different things around that uh, or, or for coaching and people want my bio or they want this, um, you know, like, like I just sent you. So I just say hashtag bio and it immediately brings up that paragraph of text. It brings up my bio, it brings up a link. And then if I wanna edit or modify it for, for that specific person, I can do that. But it saves me a huge amount of time uh, in, in setting up these, these text blocks. And, and of course, if you're working with a team, you can share them across, across a team as well. Right. That's awesome. Do you do that from your phone or an email or? Both, it, it covers any application. Sweet, I love it. Yeah. I love to check it out because I had said to you, I'm, I have the same thing where I'm sending pieces of stuff to people and getting everything out of Dropbox, even though it's all in one file, it just it takes longer than exactly. It makes it. It just makes it really uh, that that extra step, right? You can still organize it in other places. Yeah. And what else? What other tool do you love? And I agree with you too. Like, have tools that work for you that you're going to use. You don't need to have 72 different things. Right. Uh, you know, because what's the chance that you're going to use 72 different things? What are the things that you're going to use every day? Right. Right. So another uh, sort of, uh, so Grammarly is something that I use because I'm a horrible speller. As a matter of fact, when I went to camp when I was younger, you, you wouldn't believe this. My brother sent me back my letters corrected. I was such a bad speller and, and grammar. So, so forgive me if you got an email from me and something's incorrect. But anyway, I use Grammarly to help support me. It'll underline and provide suggestions for me. It'll put commas in. It'll... You know, for, for the lazy people like me who don't like to capitalize anything or whatever, it will, it will help you. I don't punctuate, so. Right. You know, so for, for the millennials who are used to texting and not punctuating or, you know, Grammarly is a, is a great tool to, to, to support you there. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Those are two really great, uh, great tips. Anything else? I mean, that's quite a lot. Yeah, well, actually, I mean, there are, there's so many tools. I would say automation tools are, are really key. I use Zapier. Yeah. Um, to connect different tools together. So for instance, you know, if I'm doing marketing, I've got MailChimp uh, to send out different types of newsletters. Uh, and I also have, you know, some, some other different tools, like, you know, when I, um, when I, let's say, post a new podcast, right? So I want to make sure that my podcast is getting across social media. And I'm super lazy. I like to embrace my lazy, automate wherever I can. And so instead of me having to go onto all those different platforms and copy the link and do all that, um, I've set use Zapier, for instance, that every time a new podcast is posted from my podcast um, company, then it will automatically recognize a new post has gone off and it will post it to uh, LinkedIn, to Facebook, to Twitter. Uh, and then also, uh, if I want to, it will also send out automatically my newsletter. So using MailChimp. So it helps to connect all those different tools together, even yeah. though they don't naturally talk to one another amazing, amazing tool simplifies everything yes so much it's amazing well thank you for for sharing those and everybody definitely check them out so there was text expander 
Grammarly and Zapier are the three biggest um, helpers. They're really, I mean, just different ways and tools that you can really automate and save time on your business. And, you know, yeah, and if, if you want to, um, people can go to, uh, uh, it's p10app.com slash recommended. And there I have then also a bigger list of apps that, that I recommend and that I use. You know, you're using Zoom here. I use Zoom as well. Yeah. So lots of different tools based on different categories of use. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. And you'll put all of the links um, in the show notes too. So have no worries about trying to write it all down or catch it. Or if you're coming in a little bit late too, it'll all be there. So. No worries, we're gonna definitely hook you up because Penny has so much amazing information on her website and social media and the podcast is fantastic, so. Well, thank um, you. Can I make a plug for my new app? Please, I was gonna say, so you, since, you have something to share too. So since we're talking about apps, right? So one of the things that I noticed was, you know, there's lots of checklist apps and there's apps that help you set your goals. There's not really an app that, that helps you manage sort of the mindset aspects along with this, the things that you need to do strategically and also to make it sustainable, right? So you can create a checklist and that's just like a, a piece of it. And so I thought, well, how do I, you know, how do I bring all this together? When I am coaching people one-on-one -on -one and we're looking at their time management and we're looking at their goals and what's important, how do we align those tasks and goals? So I created and it's been around for a while on the internet. Um, it's called the Productivity Accelerator. Oh, yeah. And I've been working with different types of groups, leadership groups, because teams can use this together to better understand where uh, team bottlenecks are and team issues. Mm -hmm. And uh, basically, it, now it's available for the phone. So I'm super excited about that. I, I bit the bullet and decided to, uh, to, to do the app because everybody wants to do it on their phone. And it's, it's really simple. In the beginning of the app, you set your goal. You pick one primary goal because one of the challenges that, that we have is that we've got too many goals. And this one just helps you to manage um, you know, a particular goal at a time. And I may expand it that you can do more than one, but right now I really want people to focus on the main goal that they have. And, and then they break it down and they rate themselves on a scale from one to 10 with simple sliders to identify where they are in the 10 drivers of productivity or what I, I call them productivity, but they're really 10 drivers of success. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and they, and they're around implementation. What do you, what areas do you need to focus on when you're implementing to, to make it sustainable? And that means mindset aspects, that means strategic aspects, and it means, you know, making it sustainable. And, uh, and then there's an action plan and it hooks up with your Google calendar and uh and also a dashboard to to help you see how you're closing the gap and making progress so um, i love that yeah it's awesome and for a short time i'm going to be offering it for 99 cents so like duh <laughs> yeah because i i want to i want to reach a million people that's my goal is i want to get it out to a million people so i want to make it affordable I want to make it something where even if you only take it once, you get your productivity profile and you get some real insights as to how you operate around any goal, right? This goal will just be an example, but it's really, um, you know, like a microcosm for, for the way that you approach life. Mm -hmm. And, uh, and then, you know, if you choose to use it on a regular basis and be consistent with us, with it, which a lot of us are not great at consistency, Right. But that is an option and available, and it will really help you get and reach your goals faster. 
I love it. I love that it's, it will sync with a Google calendar too, because that for me, like, and I think with a lot of my clients that can be the disconnect is they set this up, but they don't actually see, do, put, track right. anything in their calendar. And then at the end of the month or the quarter, like, uh, right. That'll be so helpful. Yeah, because, you know, if, you, if it sits in the app, if you're not going into the app on a regular basis, but you are going into your calendar. So that way, and then you can decide in your calendar, is this a repeating event? You have all the functionality then to, to set it in your calendar. And then you just go back to the app and you mark what percentage complete it is uh, and, and track it in that way. I love it. That's amazing. Amazing. So, and we'll have the link for that in the show notes as well. So everybody take advantage of that because I think you will see such a tremendous increase in your performance uh, in just doing your profile and, you know, taking a few steps to monitor, well, monitor, but check in with where you are with your goals. And, um, and I, as I said, I love the calendar feature. So, so awesome. So I'm going to put you on the spot. Uh-oh. Yeah. And I know, right? If there was one productivity um, habit, not let's, we talked about tools, but one thing that you would suggest people really work on mastering um, to be an effective leader, what would it be? Well, I'm going to choose a, a mindset aspect. Right. Um, it's what I, I, I would say it's the key to um, emotional intelligence. And I believe that is the key to leadership, right? It's the best tool and you have it within you and you don't have to buy it. <laughs> you just have to practice it. Right. Um, <clears throat> and I consider it to be my, uh, my superpower and I have a prop for that. So not because you set that up is because I always talk about this in various different of my presentations and I use a Rubik's cube to describe perspective. Okay. And that maintaining perspective is like the greatest leadership tool because you know, we, we all are emotional beings. So we get emotional about things and that takes us off track. So we might make an assumption and see if we see, this is the, the, the color that we see in front of us, we see red and we assume like I did that everybody thinks red and everybody acts red. Well, we're not going to be an effective leader. Right. But if we take into account, our customers have different perspectives, our staff and team has different perspectives. You know, our families have different perspectives, right? All the different people that we interact with or even just one person or one circumstance around us has multiple ways to look at it. Mm -hmm. So as long as we, and I tell everybody to buy one of these and put it on your desk to remind you to maintain perspective. Right. So I think that the greatest gift that a leader can do is be able to say, okay, what's happening here? And to take a step back and to look at all the different perspectives, even it's even it's for like a fraction, right, of a second, like a minute, mm -hmm. that they take a, a short pause and say, "What's going on here? What does this mean?" And then we say, "Well, what what does this mean?" Means green. Well, what else could this mean? Well, that could mean orange. Right. And what else could that mean? Well, that could mean blue. And now I get to choose which meaning, right, is going to be most effective to move the team forward to communicate around, to ask questions so that I can gain clarity. So I think that perspective is the greatest productivity tool and also leadership tool that one can have and, and, and maintain in order to, to really make effective and efficient decisions and communication. 
Thank you for sharing that. And I think that it, I agree with you. I mean, it's so important because taking a minute to reframe and have that perspective can eliminate unnecessary emotional responses. Yes. And, and misunderstandings. And unproductive, right? Unnecessary, but I'm going to use it in the, in the words that we're talking about around productivity is totally right. unproductive. Yeah. I mean, think about like some of the you know, group emails that you may have been on at some point and somebody takes things out of context or they misunderstand. And then it's like the back and forth of these epic novel, like emotionally based emails instead of just picking up the phone and resolving it or taking a minute to be like, Oh, maybe they didn't mean it that way. So yeah. Right. And even if they did, sometimes an emotional response isn't going to make it better. Yeah. Right. I mean, I've been through divorce. I've been through a lot of very difficult conflicts and sometimes I might've been right about my assessment, but that doesn't make it okay or doesn't make it work better in the future. If I then respond in, in a way that's unproductive. That's great. Thank you so much for leaving us with that and share with everybody where people can find you. So you can find me at uh, either p10app.com and the 10 is a number 10. Uh, that's my uh, productivity website. And you can also go to penniskeynote.com. That's my speaker site. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was a pleasure to hang out with you for a little bit. And thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom because I know like tons of value. Everybody, again, check out Penny's app. Uh, I know it's fantastic already. And just thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate it. It's always great to, I mean, we've done many interviews over the years and uh, it's always great. We have like-minded like uh, thoughts and ways of being. We do. Awesome. Thank you. And everybody have an amazing day and I will see you next time. Have you ever thought about those times when if you had just known that one thing, it would have saved you hundreds, if not thousands of dollars, or maybe days, weeks, or even months of your time? I've created the Tribe of Leaders membership community for exactly that reason, to give you the tools, the resources, and the support to make growing your business a snap. As a member, you'll have access to video training, live monthly training and masterminds, and special co-working days that will help you run your business like the CEO that you are. You can get all the details at thetribeofleaders.com. See you there.